Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm playing Gashana the Immolator. Hi, I'm Zach. I'm playing Omid the Mage. Hi, I'm Nathan. I'm playing Rao the Battlemaster. I'm JD. I'm your Dungeon Master for this game. This is Chimera Cast, a Dungeon World actual play podcast. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChimeraCast. So you all have narrowly escaped death at the hands of these troglodytes that have kept nation states out for many, many generations at this point. So, you know, good job, I guess. I want to zoom into the character level and give you guys some fucking time after that craziness. I think that you guys will slowly just to give you guys, I mean, you guys can expedite this however you want to. You are slowly going to make your way a little deeper into the riverlands for at least right now. You won't be harried by any other troglodytes. We'll see if some shit rolls happen in the future. But uh, you guys are going to be moving deeper into the Riverlands. So, you, you know, narrate that journey how you see fit uh, as you guys are dealing with stuff in character. Uh, real quick, could Gashana take a look at the, like, robes that the shaman was wearing and the rattle and determine if they're useful at all or if they're if it's more of, like, this is just a focus for what I can already do. What shaman? The troglodyte shaman. Before we like leave that area, he's he's leading you because he probably dissipated into water. It's just wet, man. Yeah, There's just a lot of water around. Oh, <laughs> oh, she didn't see that happen. No, so. I know. That's why, like, you're looking around for oh, a body okay. and you're not seeing one. The troglodytes are bodies. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't have anything that I want. Where did the water snake bite you? Was it like in the chest or? Uh, it basically enveloped him in like one big like. Oh like down into his into his body but it's not it was a water oh, okay so it's like magical yeah stuff yep well there, there's not a good talking point for that uh <laughs> yeah you I, look I, bad I, you I, look tired yeah i mean it still would have like torn through armor and stuff yeah like that all of that is still evident yeah i was i was thinking it was there like wounded like major wounded. you took a huge hit that's why yeah. there's probably a bunch of like bruises and yeah. stuff there, right? But it would all would have been like an impact, not an actual cutting. Yeah. Okay. Teeth. Cool. I'm probably trying really hard to seem unhurt. I probably look like if you look at my face, I'm probably not looking too good. But I think as far as like bruises forming, I've I'm probably pretty well covered. I don't think you guys see anything like that. Hmm. Are you okay? I'm fine. Everybody else okay? I'll live. What happened? Was there a landslide? There was a shaman he, or magic user of some kind who brought the bank down on us. Loud and ineffectual. We live and he is dead. And I'm trying to get a, a note of like disdain but and worry in that same and by same as well. We need to stay away from the rivers as much as we can. No two ways about it. How are your heads? I see like there's like blood like around your ears yeah. and temple. Are you feeling okay? I grab the side of Omid's head and like kind of like turn it a little bit and look. What? How? How much? What's your HP, guys? I'm at fifteen out of seventeen. I'm at twelve out of twenty. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not tenderly tenderly looking at your wounds. So. Yeah. Sorry, we got separated. The plan had to evolve. 
I imagine we're like climbing up the bank and walking down into the drier land now. I'm not happy about killing them. Yeah, I feel like you. I don't know. This is just a note that I would. I would think of like you would probably have a, a respect for these people in the way that they fight. This is also very like we show up with a much higher technology than they're using. It sounds a lot like what happened to me. Yep. I like that you're hitting that. I just would like you to keep leaning into That's, it. Yeah, it I just really want good. Yeah. It's like when the Empire showed up. Since nobody's saying anything. Well, I'm just trying to think. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, give, yeah. I'll give you some space. Yeah. I'll give you some space. I didn't want to just monologue. I would rather not fight, but we were accosted. We have to defend ourselves. We will be but the first. The same thing that happened to my people and your people will happen to them eventually. That's what I'm worried about. I'm not happy about being a harbinger of them being driven out of their lands. They were brave, smart in their own way, but they didn't know what we could do, what you two could do. They damn near killed us anyway. I think they'll be fine. I hope so. We need to keep moving. You said before that I was the cartographer. Am I the one who knows like where we're going exactly, like in the general area, or is that? I think he was speaking more metaphorically. Oh, I thought the, th- the I trailblazer. Thought, yeah. You mean? I th- yeah. No, no, no. He had called me a cartographer earlier. Oh, I missed yeah. that. And uh, I didn't know if that was literal. If you were, if you were being figurative. I was being a little bit figurative, but I'm not against the idea that you you are fucking city boys. Certainly not leading the way. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? I think we walk in silence for a little bit longer. You cross some other rivulets, but mostly here it's the babbling of brooks and the the bird song kind of flittering throughout the air. Had you guys not almost just died, it would be a very peaceful scene. Omid, you've spent a lot of time with that book now. I know that this place is here somewhere, but does it give us any kind of hint or direction? The language is hard to understand. It is in an ancient tongue. There's a note scribbled here, but... It might as well be as indecipherable as well, because it doesn't point you in a direction except upwards. And even then, it is split with a kind of mathematical poetry. And the flute? It doesn't seem to want to work for me. I can't get it to make whatever music it's supposed to make, if we are to assume that it is a conventional flute. Most flutes aren't made out of a book. It is a little bit abstract. I think Omid is going to pull back out the book. Maybe he, uh, if if you'll allow this, are we doing kind of like Vancean? Like, isn't it, isn't it Vance who has like the like magic and word like words are uh, associated with like greater magics and stuff like that? Like fire would be like is like all fire. Like it wouldn't be the word fire, but like it, if that would be like a word that would. You, you kind of mean like true name kind of stuff, maybe? Yeah. Nah, Vance is more like... um, Science and magic are the same, right? Isn't that? A little bit where... Mm-hmm. I mean, not exactly, but uh, it's like... That's a lot of the way the wizard works is Vancean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's explicitly what inspired D&D. But okay. no, it's, yeah. more like, it's more like magic is, is full of such complicated... It's like the arcane words are so complex and they're like visual or like you have to contain them all as a single whole image in your mind and mm-hmm. because of that it's very difficult to keep multiple spells in your mind at once yeah so i mean that's kind of the way that vancian i would say that yes this stuff is influenced by vancian magic but i don't know where you're going with it necessarily so well i was thinking about maybe uh, trying to pull out w- one of my other books for cross-referencing to these more arcane glyphs and things and trying to find a 
you know, like in a like a, a, a breaking a, a kind of source code to try and cross reference. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's cool, but if you're gonna do that, it's gonna take time. Okay. How we were fighting these things for a while. Yeah. Like it it might be getting later in the day anyway. <clears throat> I would say it's like afternoon i'm not gonna let you guys make camp i yet. wasn't yeah well i'm not making camp in the mechanical sense isn't something we have to do so much as sure we can stop yeah i imagine then i'm i'm probably just going back at it because that yeah there's been a fruitlessness um if i'm not and i'm especially not leading the way i can probably follow yeah i'm not cool with that because this is really hard yeah this is magic beyond your ken like but your magic is a is like a uh it's applied magic, right? So, like, it's the instinctual unveiling of your own inner power, right? That's its own kind of magic. This is esoteric magic. So, like, if you're going to, like I said, it's going to take time. And it's not something that you can just do idly. That's kind of the whole point. Mostly, I'm saying, don't worry about it just yet, you know? Oh. Okay. No, okay. That's fine. Yeah. Like, you're trying to go through and maybe you're even pulling out the book and you're trying to flip through it, but you're just like, fuck, <laughs> right? It's like when you're still trying to cram for a test, but you're exhausted from studying. And so you're like, flip it, you flip around pages and you're just like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's leading the way, actually? This would be, I guess it's, it's Rao, is that correct? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. leading. Cool. You suddenly realize that a little ways in front of you in kind of this cleared meadow with like a couple of brooks running through it. Closer than you maybe would have expected, but you couldn't see it before this, is a clear crystalline spire or stone. It stands about 15 feet high. It's see-through, which is why you didn't see it earlier. And it comes up out of the ground with four sides. Displayed at its feet is a rainbow. It seems to be refracted through the prism that stands here. As you guys look upon this scene, you realize that there are more of these spread out in a wide circle, but you can't even see the ones on the other side. You just assume that it continues around in a loop because they arc to either side of you, and you can just see the next one and the one after that, and that's it. They're spread at quite a distance, but they're quite large. Is there any kind of markings on this, any carvings, or are we just getting these spires in there? They are just the spires. There appear to be no markings on them. They seem pristine, in fact. Are they monoliths or are they, like, are they segmented? Uh, they are monoliths. Nothing stands between them or within them other than more meadow. I feel like this is the bag of, well, probably probably the mage, but yeah. Yeah. I go up to the first one and I'm curious about, it. is it when I like tap it, does it feel like stone or does it feel like brittle like glass? I don't know if glass this thick would feel brittle, yeah. but it feels like stone. Yeah. As you as you tap it, that the same kind of colors of the rainbow like shimmer across it, like a like a bubble. Hmm. These towers, they have nothing in. They're like uh, they don't have like something you would go inside of them. They're just like nope. There's no doors surface. or anything. Yeah, yep. yeah. They're they're like a little less than like an arm span across on each of these these sides. I can't quite get a, a read on just this one. I'm going to walk further in. And, and I think he starts walking straight towards the center. Uh, is there anything, like, as I make my way, or do I just get to the other end after a while? Yeah, you would just reach, like, you would continue to walk across. I mean, you have to step over a couple of, of brooks and whatever else, but... Hmm. 
But then, yeah, I find I yeah, you would eventually I, reach another one of these on the opposite standing. end. Yep, exactly. It has a a rainbow shining through, identical to the one that you were across from. And otherwise, it looks. I mean, it looks exactly the same, right? Just now, you're on the inside of its perimeter, I guess, rather than its outside. Omid is pontificating to himself. Mm. There's definitely a center point. What is it, conduit or place of power? I think he he goes he goes to his books, and maybe is trying to looking up these kind of like uh, er, like drawing on places of power, seeing what kind of conduits uh are used for maybe bigger magical spells and things like that. Sure. I will definitely say that this is a place of power. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to draw on it for a sort of ritual, you could do that, but you're not going to find anything in your books specific about this. If you want to get a more general sense, maybe, but I'm not sure exactly what you're going for. So you can't just spout lore on the spires themselves, right? I think while you're flipping around or maybe thinking about stuff or contemplating things, Rao and Gashano, what are you two doing? Omid kind of stalks through to across the center of this ring. There are, if you uh, end up counting closely, there are 14 of these crystalline stones. I think in the sort of lee of one of these big stones, uh, Gashana started to make a fire and like preparing some food and stuff. Okay. Is the rainbow that we see coming off of these refracted from these? Is it normal? I will say that this one is. Well, I mean, I'm gonna. I think. I think I'm. Uh, if Omid's like wandering around, I'm following him. Sure. I think that that's cool. If you're if you're checking those out, eventually you spot a rainbow that is in just red, orange, and yellow. But otherwise, the prism looks identical to the other ones. So Omid's like muttering to himself and walking around and i'm just like kind of idly like walking from prism to prism omid omid <laughs> yes look at this omid walks over refracted in different colors hmm. is it just this one and he goes and investigates the others what like sure so you're walking all the way around the perimeter yeah, of these things noticing yeah, it different. is just this one Hmm. This one just has its red, orange, and yellow. I wonder why this one displays only. Because if I think red and rainbow, right, it would be the only the basically it's doing the inner or the outermost of the rainbow colors, right? Roy, red, orange, yellow, G Biv, great. <laughs> so it's like it's uh, G Biv, uh. <laughs> Roy G and the Biv, uh, great band. I also say, since you're looking at it that way, they have also shifted uh, to the to like be about half the size of the normal. Oh, the the tower itself is not. You said it was like fifteen. Now no, it's no, like no. Seven, or the tower is the same. Um, the where the rainbow would take up space, right? It would be like all of the prisms, all of the rainbows are the same size that are projecting off of it. Mm-hmm. This one appears to be like shifted, so that where normally there would have been like G Biv, there is now Roy. And where there would have been Roy, there is nothing. So it's a smaller rainbow. Does that make sense? I, it's not an important detail, but you were asking about like order and stuff. So yeah, I know. yeah. Hmm. Why is it missing? 
There's nothing significantly different about this tower. It looks identical. It looks identical. If you look through, maybe it's a little hazier on the other side because you can kind of like it, all of them distort what would be on the other side of them, you know? Mm -hmm. This one might be a little hazier, a little darker, but other than that. You said when I like touched it before, like hit it with my just checking the weight that like it created the that radiance on my basically on my hands, right? Uh, it was like, yeah, yeah, it's along the surface of the of the prism. And when I do that, it does the same thing, but with only red, orange, and yellow. Yeah, they seem to, like, linger a little longer after you pull your hand away. Wait, they seem to linger a little longer. Like the colors. In air? On the surface of the crystal. So when you tapped it earlier, right, it would, like... Oh, okay. Like it would shimmer a little bit with mm -hmm. like the color mm -hmm. of the rainbow. This one does that too, but it seems to like last a little longer before the colors fade away. Huh. Omid like starts like kind of trying to create this like pulse of light around the outside, especially since it's lingering longer. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you just doing this on like one face of it? I think he's starting to yeah, kind of try and circle around. I think and see what happens. Cool. Yeah. So you you start on one face. You go to the next face, and you guys are, like, watching Omid go around. And as you come back to the first face, Rao and Gashana, you see Omid disappear. Omid, you are on... No, we're just going to let that hang, I think. <laughs> yeah, we're going <laughs> to cool. let that yeah, one hang. Let cool. It, yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> Gods. And he, like, <laughs> gets, gets up and runs and, like, starts, like, pounding on the thing, like... I don't think that he thinks to begin like making a right a perimeter around it yet, but like just just like hitting it. Totally, yeah. I mean, it it begins to hurt your fist well, before a, it shows any signs of doing it. I mean, yeah, it's a rock. Kashana <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gets up and quickly makes her way over. I think you have to do. We have to repeat the same motion. Omid did. She does it. She puts her finger on the the stone and walks in the same direction she, she saw Omid yeah go. as you turn that last corner you will also disappear route route does it having seen seen the ritual happen now okay cool so we're gonna backtrack a little bit to where Omid is at Omid as you turn that next corner you stand in the uh, like a black empty hollow place you are touching the crystal and that is all you can see does it, so it's still like radiating out, but I can't it is still see it else. is still there. You are still touching it, but there's n you can see nothing else, nothing but the crystal. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. And your feet, I guess. <laughs> Just imagine he's in like first per like an old school first person. <laughs> you can't like looks down and can't <laughs> see his feet either. Huh? Clever. Think he tests it like lets go of the crystal. You can let go of it. Cool. Um, after he's, he, I think he t still tentatively, like he wants to see if it's like gonna disappear when he lets go, and when he when he realizes that's not gonna happen, I think he he like goes to the edge of the sightline of the crystal. Goes to the edge of the sightline, like you're walking away from it. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think he he reaches kind of like where it's it the the maximum of of its its light it provides. And then he takes probably one step beyond that 
and then he kind of just tries to feel out into this darkness to see if he can, if he's going to like hit cold stone or what's going to happen. You here. feel nothing. <laughs> does it feel like, does it still feel solid under my feet? Yep. But you can't see a floor. Yeah. 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 Probably th- sends him for a little bit of a loop. When I look over my shoulder, the it's still the the crystal is still there. It's still there. Hmm. It's still glowing too, with the same. Yeah. Omid probably walks around a little bit and tries to get his bearings for this. You know, just use it. You know, like as if you're in a basement and you would see like a light on the opposite end. You know, if you've ever been like an industrial building late at night because you were an idiot kid and like we're doing shenanigans. So you're basically, no idea what you mean. Yeah, no. <laughs> All of us law-abiding, <laughs> good-natured Midwesterners. But yeah, like where he's just trying to like track by the light to get his bearings of the room. But I think he feels nothing, but he, he goes a little bit further than maybe is advisable. But when he when he doesn't seem to, when nothing seems to happen, he begins to track back to the crystal. Sure. When he does the same thing they did before, does it does it again react? By you are yeah. You're just touching it again. Uh huh. Are you touching the same face that was still lit up? Yes, I think so. The okay. the like me the face that I started at right, like which is also the one that you just stopped at. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yep. Yep. It can it it glows a little brighter again. Yeah. Hmm. Omid gets the gets the sense that this might be like an intermediary area or something like that, and that he needs to peel back another layer of the onion, as it were. I think he starts working his way around again, trying to light this thing up to see what happens. Right as you make the next turn, you disappear from whatever this place is. Yeah. Gashana, you appear in this place. <laughs> you are likewise touching this crystal and in a dark, otherwise unlit place. Yeah, she does the same thing. Omid, like, tentatively take her hand off the stone. If she, like, takes a few steps out, does the stone, like, appear to get smaller as she moves away? Like, does perception work the same Perception seems to work, yeah. Okay. Hello? There is a lack of echo so complete that it sounds wrong to you. Oh, shit. She wanders back. And she's going to do the, like, put her hand on the stone, but walk the opposite way that she did before. You walk around in a circle. She reverses that again. As you make that first step of the corner, you disappear from this place. (laughs) Rao, you appear in this place. (laughs) It's like a fucking comic scene. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to follow the wizard. (laughs) I think a lot of the same things happen. Where you, you, you know, just take your hand off, put it back on really quick, and see if you fall or whatever. Like I don't know. It's like I don't know why that would happen. Uh, <laughs> you know, tentatively sticking a toe out and seeing if there's still solid ground. These kinds of things before, yeah, eventually walking, like just lucking into walking around the spire the same way. Cool. All right, Omid. You are first to emerge. After being in that dark realm, the sun above seems to blind you for a little bit. And as that day blindness disappears and your eyes start to come back into focus, before you, the first thing that you're going to notice is a massive building. 
It is set in stone that is uh, blue with streaks of black and gold in it. There are many columns in its front, and there seem to be two wings to either side and a dome atop it. Just under the dome in the front, there is a balcony of gold. All of this is set finely. It is clear from here that there are details carved into the stone, but you can't make it out from where you're at. A huge river seems to sluggishly trail along in front of it. Other than that, you see the 13 other crystals around in a circle, just like you had. You hear, and once you turn across kind of in front of it, there is a fountain of some sort, but it is massive, almost like a waterfall. You see another structure that looks similar to maybe a greenhouse, which you might have some familiarity with, but you can't see anything through the windows or what appear to be windows. You also see a number of small, well-kept hedges and plants, kind of a garden interspersed throughout all of this, and also dotted across this landscape. There are many very fine statues of massive size. Behind that greenhouse-looking structure, you do see a large, uh, what looks like simply a roof held aloft by four columns. And that's most of what you can see here in broad strokes. You have entered the dimension of Ypsilanti. Your party members soon join you. And you guys will see the same thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Cool. You're all there. Talk amongst yourselves. I don't want to do any work for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. There's a kind of a big shit-eating grin on Omid's face. I think we're here. I'm happy to answer any questions you guys have about the scene too, because I know I just painted it in very broad strokes, but I wanted mm. to give you the big gist of stuff. That was well done, Omid. I figured that it it would follow a certain logic. From the few things that I've read of Ypsilantis, it seems that it's not the main undercurrent of his philosophies that people mock just the premise. So there should be a way in which we can always follow his thinking, whether it's what he's left behind or what he's currently doing. So we can expect a pattern to his illogic is what you're suggesting? I suppose it's more what I'm hoping. Ha. <laughs> You wizards are very frustrating people, you know. I apologize for us. Perhaps we should make our way... Any gestures towards the big blue building that's striped with black and gold? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's the... That seems like the main house. Like, yeah, it's the imposing structure, certainly. Yeah. There's like a uh, path of stones that are triangular that essentially lead that direction. Does the flute work here? Cause this are we we're not like really in the meadow anymore, are we? Like No. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like this appeared in the meadow, right? Yeah, we're, no, so we're not not in Kansas anymore, baby. This is a I'm curious about this. Are did we did we get transported somewhere else? Well obviously we did. But are we still on Terra Firma or are we like in a like a pocket dimension or is there is there a boundary is what I'm getting at. If you at. look outside of 
with the boundary of the prisms, you still see the exact same riverlands from whence you came, if that is what you're looking for. That, that does answer my question. So the, the A, the prisms are still there. Right. Is there like a apparent gate or anything? Nope. Or not gate. That's not really what I meant. Uh, I'm a man, for in my head, I just like, oh, if you look at it, it's like shimmering, but you can see. No, out. there's no. nothing like that. Okay. It looks very natural. I'm imagining some little like curious kid accidentally just like playing around these stones and running in the right way, touching the stone and just getting transported into darkness. He didn't give a fuck. No, I, I realize that. I just think it's funny. Are you like exploring the the boundary of this place or what are you? I'm this is mostly curious, but yeah, why not? Why not? So I'll, I like walk over to one of the pillars and like kind of I'm afraid to walk past them. Yeah. I'm kind of just peering out, and and like you said, the meadow like appears to be about the same. And yeah, basically, the strange thing is that like um, these brooks that kind of cut across the the uh, the meadow just like end and then begin again on the other side. That might be the only unnatural thing. Hmm. I mean, and then it appears. I mean, this is all a very curated, uh, like manicured landscape within this area that obviously isn't natural. Yeah. Cool. Have you guys begun moving toward the house, or we have? Yeah. Rao is gonna is gonna shake his curiosity and get back with them. Sure. You guys are making your way up this walkway. Eventually, you reach where it ends, and this like sluggish, kind of moat like water. You cannot actually reach the manse from here. When you say sluggish, what do you mean? It appears to churn more than flow. Okay. When I go down and touch it, does it is it just feel like normal water? No, it's viscous. Mm. It feels like not quite putty. Yeah. But maybe like wet little... sand. Okay. Yeah. Is there something on this side of that river like a rock or something? Mm, Could I pick up one of these stone triangles? No. Okay. There are statues. Is there something I I just want something I kind of toss? There's not just like it. a loose stone anywhere. Yeah, of course not. In fact, that's almost like yeah, it's almost like uh, yeah, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Omid, does the flute work here? I suppose uh, Omid pulls out the book and spreads its wings wide to reveal the kind of spine flute, and then he attempts to use it. <laughs> How? I imagine he's blowing wind through it, but not like in the sense like he's jabbing his lips up in the spine. I think he's trying to like just like softly, basically, yeah, holds it, holds it up by holding the two hard back ends, spreading it fully open, and blowing through the kind of channel that we had described through the spine. Sure, I think that it seems to like vibrate lightly in your touch, but it's done that before. Hmm. It doesn't make any noise. Is there a way over this moat? There's a way around it. Like the path keeps going around the moat? The path, yeah, like basically cuts across and there's like a bridge across part of like this outstretched moat, but it doesn't take you to the manse. It would just take you around like across to the back, essentially the backyard. Oh, I gotcha. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like a, a covered bridge. Are we just kind of wandering, just yeah, yeah, following so. the path yeah. for a while? Yeah. yeah, we'll go. I mean, if you do that, it will eventually just loop around, right? Mm. So you're going to see all of those things I mentioned. The only other thing that you're going to see is flat on the floor 
uh, or flat on the on the ground is like a gold mirror that is very large. That's the only other thing that you couldn't see when you first like walked in. Basically, is the is where is that mirror? Is it in the backyard area? Yeah. Or, okay. So it's a gold mirror, so it has like gold trim, basically. On no. The outside, or like it's... the whole thing is polished gold. Ah. It's flat okay. on the ground, and there's arcane writing of some sort on it. Ah. But it doesn't mean anything to you. I'm just gonna let you know straight up. It's kind of one of those things that like you're clearly reading somebody else's shorthand. Mm-hmm. It obviously has to mean something to somebody, but it doesn't mean anything to you. And yeah, other than that, I mean, it's honestly just a pleasant stroll around like beautiful gardens, like well curated uh, hedges and plants, very finely kept uh, in very finely kept like pots, lots of statues that are absolutely gorgeous that, you know, would be worth an, an incredible fortune if only you could haul them away from here. Probably just we're probably like mouth agape wandering around this place. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you think we should get in? Is there anywhere else on this side that we can go in? Like you talked about, like a greenhouse. Can we access the greenhouse from here? Obviously, this path just keeps walking around, and there's paths that lead to all of these things, uh-huh. right? Like it's not it's not just aimless wandering, essentially. So, yeah, if you wanted to go to that like greenhouse like building, you could do that. Yeah. What were the what was the other stuff? So there's that. There's like a water, like a huge waterfall like fountain. There is a large like what looks like a roof, and then it's held up by four large columns. It's like absolutely massive. It's probably a good 40 feet in the air held up by these four columns, but that's almost all completely blocked in by hedges. And then there is that big mirror and everything else is just like this beautiful garden. Before we leave it, when I step on top of the mirror, do I see my own reflection? Yeah. The like sun is glinting off of it and the sky is reflected in it. Is it set in the ground? It is on the ground. You can walk on it. Yeah. Well, it's on the ground, but it's not like it's, it's not like a ground. it's not like a brick of gold set into the into the ground. It's sitting on top of the ground. It could be buried, but you wouldn't know that. It's like flush. It's like completely okay. flat with the ground. Yeah. Perhaps this greenhouse will hold more answers than the grounds themselves. You might be right. Hmm. I guess we just kind of wander over to the greenhouse-like thing. Yeah. You make your way over there. The path does lead up to it, but there isn't an obvious door. It is made of like a greenish black glass or crystal or something. And it's not quite in like a a shape that makes sense. Uh, It seems to be unlike everything else here. I think this is why it's worth noting. It's not quite aesthetically pleasing. Hmm. It's in kind of a wedge shape with like lumps in the way that this stone is like set. But as far as you can tell, it's pretty much a solid object. How tall is it? It's probably 20 feet tall or so. Probably bigger than most buildings you've seen, Rao. But this whole place is massive compared to anything you would have seen. Yeah. When I touch this, does it, like, shine and reflect? Are you just touching it? Like, are you gently placing a finger on it? What are you doing? Yeah, I think I'm gently putting two palms on it in the same way that... Sure. You seem to feel a little bit of like a vibration maybe, hmm. but it doesn't seem to glow at all. It remains as dark and it's it's cool to the touch. The but does the the vibration seems responsive to my like touching it or is it just feel is it feel like is No, it, it's like that it's I'm like you're feeling it? like it's almost like you're feeling pins and needles in your arms like it's that kind of vibration. Like it's a very subtle thing, but it's there. Like a tingling. 
think I kind of like knock against it. Sure. Like, like rap with my knuckles. Yeah. A harmonious ringing fills the air. Mm. And it lingers for a long time before finally fading away. So are these like, it's all like kind of open tones. So everything kind of like blends into each other. Like, like when I knock, is it echoing back? Like echoing back? Is that what it's kind of doing? Or is it like when I hit it, it's like striking a bell? It's like striking a bell. Okay. Yeah. But it's like harmonious. So it's like multiple. Yeah. It's it's multiple. It'd be multiple notes if you were to like write it out or whatever, all harmoniously, you know, it's a beautiful sound. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) You see another like big old, big old grin on Omid's face. Just like really tickled pink by this strangeness. I think he like excitedly waves Rao over. Come here, come here, come here. They would have heard it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Okay. There's just no selling it. Rao's <laughs> like confused and honestly a little <laughs> uncomfortable. This is so strange. All right, at the, at the same time, maybe. We knock on it at the same time. It's probably just going to add a couple more notes to this like choir of sounds that resonate out. I was wondering if maybe it was like a multiple weird. Perhaps if you struck it harder than just a knock. Would you mind? Take the butt of my halberd and just rap against it pretty hard. I don't think it's perceptibly louder, but it lasts longer. Just hanging in the air, filling this entire space with sound. If I go to the other side... And wrap with my knuckles again. Is it the same same situation? Yep. Is it the same note? It's the same like chord of notes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I may I make a whole circuit around this. Is there anything that stands out to me as different from like the main structure? Give me the certain realities on that. Okay. That'll be a seven. You get one question. I'm between two. I think I'm. what here is not what it appears to be seems to be the most. That seems to be the question you're asking. Yeah. What was the other one you were thinking? The other one I was thinking is what here is useful or valuable to me. But I think it's really, I, I don't need useful. Or, I'm, I'm looking for something that. Uh, it's not what sti- it appears to be. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that maybe after making your full circuit, you would be the first to notice. So they all, all of these like little um, crystal panes, right? Or like facets, mm-hmm. which is really what they are. All of them generally look the same uh, until you come back around, right? And then you're like, oh, these first ones that I saw are actually a little bit different. And you realize that there is like an almost imperceptible seam in them. Imperceptible in the like... it's Almost imperceptible. Yeah. Right? Like you just barely like you're like, oh, there actually is a little bit of an imperfection here. And by, by seam, you mean like there's, there's space in between these kind of... Like what exactly? Yeah. Maybe being generous, but something like that. I imagine that it's so small I can't put my fingers inside of it. It's like a is it is it like a thin Are you like reaching for it? Yeah. It'll like pop open for you. Oh, that shit eating grin is back in like a <laughs> huge way, right? It's like <laughs> I think you probably you you get a small gasp uh of excitement. Uh as he he probably just follow follows that inside. Sure. You go in. Are you guys going as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys move through as the last of you like gets in. 
Uh, oh, I will note, as you open it, the ringing completely dissipated itself. Mm. Like it went, it just ended abruptly. Mm. And now um, you've like opened this door up. You've gone in. Uh, inside, um, it mostly looks the same as it does on the outside. It's quite a large space. In the center is the only difference where there is a, a couple of steps up to a platform with like a pillow on it. Like, do you mean like it's like a pillow on a, like a plinth or something like that? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, it's a large pillow. It should be noted. Not like a, yeah. Like a, like everyone could sit on Not it? Not everyone. Like... Maybe one person could sit on it. Hey. <laughs> yeah. uh, the door um, like swings shut behind you guys, right? Hmm. I, I, what are you guys doing? I'm approaching this pillow. Okay. I probably just put my, I'm interested mostly because Omid has been like leading the way, like Gashana and yeah, Rao. Yeah, what are yeah. you guys doing as you enter this like dark? It's it's like dimly lit. There's no source of of illumination, but you can still see. I think that this whole time, Gashana has been sort of awestruck. Like she knew that she was getting into some like deep into some magical shit, right? <laughs> but, but, and it's not like she's uneducated, but the magic that she uses is extremely primordial and fairly raw. And this is extremely refined stuff. It's. I think that's why we're just following Omid around because we don't have the same sort of like curiosity toward this that he has. We're like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. I think that makes sense, but I also don't want to take you guys. Oh inside. no no no! I yeah. I was yeah, exactly. I was just setting yeah. like explaining that, and I thought for sure yeah no I love that that's your guys's. I think I think exploring your guys's feelings about this place is important. Yeah yeah because Omid's is very obvious. Yeah yeah. Are you doing anything? I was maybe gonna talk to Rao for a minute while he's doing all this. Go for it. I feel as soon as you say something, your words repeat on themselves and build in volume and build in volume and build in volume and aren't stopping and it's starting to hurt and it's piercing your ears and it's giving you pain. Take a D8 of damage. This isn't stopping. It's still building. What are you guys doing? <laughs> running for the door or running back the way we came. I don't know if it'll. You're all taking that D8 of damage, by the way. Gotcha. Armor does not apply. Rao, if you're running for the door, give me to fight danger, plus uh, strength probably. Cool. But you're the first one that seems to react and sprint for the door. It's an eight. It's an eight. Okay, cool. You kind of like collapse through the doorway, uh, but it opens it up. And as soon as that happens, much as the ringing ended on the outside, this all cuts off on the inside. What did you do? It echoes, like your words echo a little bit, but quickly dissipate. Are they still inside? Oh, the door's open. You're, you're holding the door open. I, th- I think you need to stay there, Rao. He's like opening his jaw and like trying to pop his ears. And, uh, all right. Yeah. And like, like rubbing at his temples. Like that fucking sucks. I would also yeah. say this did not make the fucking splitting headache that Omid and Gashana oh, still have. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm probably like better. wiping blood out of my ears. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to change to a cautious tactic. Now. I love it. <laughs> it's an eight. Sue. So, I think I take minus one 
No, you have oh, to, yeah. you have to choose the things. Yeah. yeah. It's like Oh, no, no, that's one of the options. I was Right, sorry. right. Oh. Go ahead and read this out because I don't this is the, I think the first time that you've actually gotten the middle result nine, yeah. on this on this. Yeah. <laughs> At least today. I think I might have last time, but when you draw on your knowledge and training to assess a combat situation, roll plus int. On a 10 plus, you formulate a plan and select a new tactic. On a 7 through 9, also choose one. The new tactic isn't effective at first. Take minus one forward. An early plan led up to this. Spend one gambit. I don't have any gambit. The tactic requires that you draw attention or put yourself in a spot. The GM will tell you how. I think the only one that really makes sense is the it's not effective at first. So you take a minus one forward? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Rao is standing at the door, like, again, like rubbing his, rubbing his head and... Shall we continue? Yes, please. And I think that Omid walks over to the pillow that's sitting on there. So it's it's big. It's a big pillow. It's not like a head pillow. It's like a correct. And he like puts his hands on top of it and like checks, and like feels it out. It feels comfortable. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Omid walks around the pillow and like checks it, lifts it maybe to see if anything happens there. No, um, you are going to see a couple of other things, though. Yeah. You see, like, a quill. Uh, you see a scroll with some scribbling written on it. And you see a polished mirror as well that are just kind of set next on the stair right next to this pillow. Like, there's stairs on each side that would lead up to it. So Yeah. Are these on, a like, a desk, or are they just No, no, the they're ground? just, like, on the, on the step. Huh. Does... And I know begging the question means no. Can I read what's written on the scroll? Yeah, no. Okay. You cannot read them, but you're also never going to forget them. The what's written on this scroll. Okay. Cool. That's it. Kishana picks up the mirror and looks into it. It does not reflect your face. Is there anything in there? It is difficult to tell what it's showing you. But it's a scene or an image from something somewhere. It looks like a maybe a, a carving of like a figure reaching out towards you. But nothing's moving. Have I ever heard of anything like this before? Interesting. I will allow you to spout lore on this since we've kind of connected Ypsilanti and his magic to your people before. Am I still stunned? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're, I mean, I should have stunned y'all again. <laughs> it's definitely not gotten better. No, I don't have, I don't, I just don't know. That's the worst thing that happens to me on that four. And everything was fine. We need to uh, take a long rest soon, guys, because uh, I'm going to run out of room for tick marks in my, <laughs> my experience box. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've only failed twice tonight. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, turn this up. We'll get there, friends. Oh, oh, you fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's boring. <laughs> no, it's not that it's boring. Oh, it's not boring, I, <laughs> I assure you. I didn't mean that as like, oh, no, that means it's worse. <laughs> you can't show it now. That's an end of session bad thing. You also have no idea what this mirror does. So these words are scarred into my mind forever. Yep. And but he, but you don't he, know what they mean. And he doesn't know shit about this hand mirror. Would I be able to recognize, like, is this like a 
a type of magic that's imprinting these words into my head. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you didn't understand any of it, but you are able to clearly picture it mm-hmm. to the last detail. I mean, you don't have an eidetic memory. So this is strange mm-hmm. to you. So that implies some sort of magic. Mm. Are you going for a spout lore? I don't really know if it's necessary here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I can kind of... I Yeah, there there might be nothing. I think Omid might be able to piece together what... This is, I mean, I feel like, yeah, the stakes of this are, it's just that, you know, these are, I think I will say this. It feels magical to you. You don't know if that has to do with the words. Yeah. Themselves. Right. Or something else going on. I think Omid walks over to the pillow then. Maybe a bad idea. I'm going to climb up on top of that pillow. Okay. You're just like standing on it. I think if, if nothing happens, he's going to sit down on top of it. Okay. Nothing continues to happen. Hmm. <sighs> I think Omid like raises his voice a little bit. I'm not quite sure. I can't seem to follow this one. Maybe shut the door, but no one say anything. I didn't know. Yeah, Raoul step step back into the <coughs> into the building. Let the door close behind him. Okay. As you do so, Omid, you hear nothing the other two of you probably each footstep has a dull lingering echo that will slowly build for you but very slowly right you have enough warning that you could open the door at any time but omid it is silent it is the deepest silence you've never heard you can't even hear your own heartbeat that's what i was gonna say is that like the type of sounds where i can hear my own blood flowing i just don't know what it is you can't even hear that yeah You hear nothing for the first time ever. You hear absolutely nothing. The others of you trying to be as silent as you can, even your breath starts to pick up and begins to grow louder in your ear. I think we watch Omid for a minute. Rao is waiting near the door to to go and open it. Cool. I can just assume that any time that this gets to the point where it would hurt you again, you would open it. Yeah. Right. I'm cool with that. It'll be a little bit, though. Gashana, are you doing anything? I go with Rao. You're just standing right by Rao? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, if if things go... Right. I think even the rustling of your cloak or, like, the clattering of your weapons start to build up as well, and they're getting louder and louder and louder. Omid, are you doing anything? I can't hear any of that. You can't hear anything. Omid slowly gets to his feet while still standing on the pillow. And then he like hovers one leg as if he's going to like walk off the plinth. Sure. Mm. Does anything else change about this room or is it just nope, just quiet? Mm. Not quiet. Silent. Hello? As you say that, these words oh. come to you <laughs> echoing through. You still can't even hear your own voice speak, yeah. Omid. But the others of you, that's building up immediately, right? Just give me a defied injury plus uh, dex to react quickly, I think, to this. It's a nine. I think that's fine enough. Um, how would I give you a worse result? Can I just aid him? Oh. Yeah, I'm into that because you're right there too. Yeah, like I think I I'm watching, probably more intently watching Omid to see like as what he opens magic, his mouth, <laughs> and as he opens his mouth, I just push Rao towards the door. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, uh, yeah go ahead and roll it. 
That's a 12. That's real good. Oh, dope. That's a 10. I think that the two of you skedaddle out of here and you like move so quickly uh, that you go past the boundaries of the door and it closes. I mean, you're back to hearing nothing. I think this house is dope. I get it. <laughs> I think it's great. If you two on the outside want to do anything, you can. Well, I want to I know what Amid does like as soon as the door closes. Yeah. yeah. So did I hear my own voice when I said hello? Nope. <sighs> How quickly would Omid get to that idea? With the door shut, I think Omid sits and he starts rifling through his pack. And he goes back to that. He, he pulls out the book and goes back to that section and kind of reads over it a couple more times. The uh, the one section that you could read? Yeah. The Do you one. want me to read it out again? Yeah. The path, split in infinite arrangement, tarries in veiled obliquity, therefore emerging flushed, weary from hexatic ascent. What are the two of you on the outside doing, since Omid seems to be uh, contemplating? I don't think we should go in there again. I don't really want to leave Omid in there for very long. He didn't seem disturbed by the... The noise. I'm not that worried. We'll give him a minute. But how do you think we should cross the moat? Mead said that there was certain patterns to the illogic of this place. I think eventually we'll stumble on the pattern. The book has to do something, too. I'm very confused here. I, I must admit to the same. I thought I had prepared for a certain kind of strangeness we would find here. And this has surpassed that in the few short minutes we've been wandering around. It almost makes me miss fighting river tribesmen. Almost. How does it compare to being drowned? And Rao, like, like laughs like, <laughs> and just slaps you on the chest and begins walking back toward the building to open the door again for Omid. Mm. But it's been a little bit. Yeah. Sure. I think Omid has been thinking out loud again. A room that amplifies sound. I can't hear it from here, but uh, this is a little bit tenuous. And he, he takes the, the book, spreads the, the hardcover wings out, and makes the flute out of it, and attempts to make it vibrate like it does sometimes when he's getting the air through the channel just right. It vibrates. Damn it. This is just where he comes to take notes. Yeah, it's just, it's like his thinking room. Yeah. 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 It's like his deprivation tank. Omid, it seems like you have frustrated yourself to the point of contemplation. Yeah. Which I enjoy. I have a custom move. Cool. <laughs> when you're frustrated. I didn't, no, I needed to give it some time for you to actually get there. When you linger a while with your thoughts in the silent center of the resonant chamber, roll plus wisdom. Eight. Eight. All right. On a hit, you have a moment of refreshing clarity. On your next discern realities, you may ask any question in replace of one question. Hmm. So if you get a seven through nine, you can ask any question. It doesn't have to be from the list. If you get a 10 plus, you can ask any question in addition to two questions from the list. You feel particularly refreshed after spending some time with your thoughts here. Then the door, I think, Star Trek's open. Yep. Perfect. Shh. <laughs> I think I step off the pillow and... Yeah, I would also say, like, as that door opens, the utter silence seems to dissipate, right? Yeah. You can yeah. hear that sound and you can hear him walking in. 
It's almost intrusive. Like, how dare you? Omid kind of, like, lingers and looks at the pillow and, like, lets out a big sigh. But, again, like, I think that mo- that moment, like, encouraged him, right? He's like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. This isn't the path, but this has deepened my understanding of the path we're on. Hmm. I think he just walks towards the door. Do you say anything, Ralph? I imagine you have, like, a flash of inspiration on your face, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know when people have, like, an obvious look of, like, I know exactly what I'm going to do. No, I actually don't think I say anything. I think he excitedly kind of, like, grabs your shoulder as you hold the door open. It's where he thinks. What? Uh, once I've totally figured it out, I'll tell you, but I'm pretty sure it's where he thinks. Or he did think. Hmm. And then he just starts, I think he that like as he turns away, from, like lost in that thought, and he starts pounding the trail back. Rao just stands in the doorway and like looks in the room for a second and kind of just furrows his brow and lets the door close and walks away. Success then? Yes, very much so. Where to next then? There's an infinite amount of paths we could take, but I think this one. And he gestures towards the big building with the column, like the the four main columns and the giant roof. End of episode. fucking wizard's ahead of time, man. (laughs) Holy shit, this is a sleep number? (laughs) You can adjust both sides. One side for both ass jeans. Oh my god, both sides are cold. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it really is. Both sides are cold. This is amazing. (laughs) Yep, it's a magical item. Uh, the pillow with both sides are cold. <laughs> nobody's going to nobody's going to no, hear that and be no. like that's lame. Everybody's yeah. yeah. like, yeah. Oh. Well, well now there is a practical use for for magic. <laughs> Fuck these flaming swords. <laughs> Good night's rest. I can do anything I want tomorrow. <laughs> I can sleep all day if I want to.